This is the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast, a CFCP production with Mike and Laurent. We're off, Recording. We're going. All right. We're there. So, the big show is yeah, here. Yeah, I... It's here. Um, Mike has taken... I'm tired. It's December 21st. It's match week 14 is in the books. I'm tired. I'll tell you why, Laurent. I'm just... I've had a week where... Of it, Tottenham Hotspur went from first place at the beginning of the week. Now they're in sixth. And it's been a great season. It's been a really, really tight season. But that's that, not the that's, reason necessarily tired. Let me be clear. <laughs> it wasn't a great week. <laughs> but I'm tired because it, there's just so much all the time mm. in this English media shitstorm that we get swept up in as fans of the Premier League. And it's not just the English media, it's everywhere, I suppose. But what I started to think about is what's, why is this such everything, every weekend, right? You've got Liverpool, who are now world beaters once again, and nothing can stand in their way. And you've got Tottenham, again, seven days ago, who were top of the table. Now, they're for shit. They might as well get relegated. They're worthless. They're nothing. <laughs> Jose Mourinho says the best team lost. He doesn't know anything. Ago, he was the smartest man in the world. What I'm just tired of is the um, the polarizing opinions. There's no actual talk about what's been going on. Have Spurs actually played well in the last two games and, and just kind of been unlucky and lost? Have they gotten their doors blown off? Give me some cool analysis here. Don't just yell at me like it's a sun headline, right? Mm. I'm just exhausted of the whole thing. I started to think about, well, why is it like this? Yeah, well, because it's easy. Well, it's easy, of course. But the main thing... In America, if the Yankees lose, I will go turn on the Giants game. If the Giants lose, I will go turn on the New York Rangers game. If the Rangers lose, well, then I'm going to drink a half a bottle of bourbon. But the point is, is that I have other alternatives, other, other interests, and other activities to pay attention to. In England, this is the big show. Like you said, this is it. This is this all they is got. It. This is all they have to look forward to all week. And when they get disappointed... They want to kill themselves. And when they get what they've been striving and craving for, they feel like they've conquered a mountain. So I do understand it thematically. Hmm. I'm just unsubscribing from like the big headlines. I just, yeah. I, I, I can't, like I said, we're, we're not even halfway through the season and I'm exhausted. I just <laughs> stop everybody. I felt this way. I felt this way last year too. And it was funny how when, when the break happened, I, I actually welcomed it. I yeah. was like, now this was after a long, shitty version of Spurs where they had to deal with a ton of injuries. That was actually right after the City game with yeah. Bergvine goal. That was the only bright spot we had had since, since Mourinho got hired, basically, in, in November. So the United, I, I win. the United win was big. No, that was this season. I meant last year. No, last year they had a United win, a big one. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Or was it the other but, way around? Or did United beat Spurs? I can't remember. No, they, yeah, no, they beat us. Okay. They beat us. That was and then a they big beat game. us after the restart. Right. That um, was that was the Ole saving. But I was yeah. One I was, of the I was, one of the seven Ole saving games. Exactly. <laughs> it was just. I find myself, or I remember specifically last year, waking up and watching the games, watching the matches because I love Spurs and all that. But I just, I couldn't find myself in the way to to watch any other teams. Right. If we were doing this podcast last season. I wouldn't. I would know fuck all about West Brom, Aston Villa, or Chelsea, West Ham, or anything because I just couldn't do it. Because I just, 
I was just exhausted and tired. And yeah. this is before the yeah. last 10 months of COVID shit. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. So now I, maybe this is, I think that's, I was saying to one guy uh, this, this afternoon and it was actually about a baseball headline, but it rings mm. true about politics and about all sports where I'm just, somebody might be doing something over here. DJ LeMay, who might sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. No, no, he's not. They're negotiating through the media. This is what they do all the fucking time. Well, right? here, here's Tell the other thing. Mike, Mike, I, 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 have, I have something for you that, that could be interesting. Please. Are you getting old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what I'm fighting. I'm like, this is the same shit over and over again. I'm getting old. Yeah. I don't want to hear this shit. I need like a new morning already. <laughs> like I got excited <laughs> with soccer ten years ago. I'm like, oh fuck, they doing the same shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I, and I'm not here to, to belittle Liverpool scoring seven nothing on Palace, uh, but now they're world beaters. Yeah, and it's always. If Liverpool does something good, let's shine rainbows up their asshole. Yeah, if yeah, it's awful. If United really do awful. something poorly, the ship is on fire. It, yeah. and so much so that Spurs can beat United 6-1, and we're going to talk about United. Why is that? What's going on there? Well, listen, you don't have to tell me. My team, my team never gets any plaudits for anything. Right, we, we're, <laughs> right, exactly. So it's the same things about the same teams always. Yeah. Right? It's either – Crisis. I mean, Arsenal, right? Arsenal, crisis. right. It's either crisis or your kings. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of middle ground. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but let's let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Let's just you know go to the champions and they're back, right? So Liverpool are yeah. back. They put seven on Palace, and it was really like a they're fucking clinical. They've got the three up front. They scored five of those three. They get a chip in from Minamino, and it doesn't change, right? They go again. They're just there, yeah. right? It, they're no, they're really no different than they were. I think that that Aston Villa game gave a really crazy narrative for them. That seven-two really spooked people. But let's remember, I watched the highlights of that game the other day. You know, two goals came in were legit, but you know, Aston Villa scored three deflected goals. <laughs> So, right and uh you know and that was a little to the point late in that game where they were like well we don't really give a shit what happened yeah and it was we're kind of laughable and... it was just like they right. were fucking around uh um, and, and it was a high line and, and there have been times when liverpool have given up goals to a high line and they have a draw versus everton and they have some draws but in terms of like one they're top of the league in scoring they're second in defense their expected goals is better than there were last year because remember last year they took their foot off the gas but they're still the best team even without Van Dyke, because apparently Fabinho's fucking incredible. And, yeah. you know, they, they, you know, Joel Matip gets it done and they have young guys and it, they go again. Listen, Klopp's fantastic. You know, I'm willing to take it on the chin and I'm really disappointed in Guardiola, but they are there and it looks like it's going to be them again unless someone out of our pack here of, Leicester, Man United, Everton, Chelsea, Tottenham, spot, da, 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 all the way down, uh, come up. It looks like, after the narrative-flipping uh, game this week, it looks like United might be that team. They put a six down <laughs> against Leeds at home, only their second win at home, which, of course, you know, if you watch – did you watch it at all? I saw the highlights. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was just 
Leeds getting cut open, Leeds doing their Leeds thing, Bamford missing chances, and United looked good. I mean, it lo- it was yeah. beautiful stuff. Like, Hey, spare you know, a thought for Scott McTominay, huh? Two goals yeah. in the first three minutes. Good for him. All-time. All-time record. Good for him. Quickest two goals in history, either of United or ever, of the Premier League, which means recently. Yeah. Uh, but, well, yeah, I was going to say, it is actually almost a better record to have it for United than the last 30 years of the Premier yeah, League, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, but... But, you know, I like McTominay. United fans get, you know, killed. But here's the thing. It's now, it can't be Ole out, right? He beat Bielsa. Uh, His super fast, super talented team were able to beat man-to-man coverage everywhere because that's how Leeds play. But Leeds were still fun. They still scored two goals. I think if you go by expected goals, this was like a a 5-3 match. And it was the highest expected goals that United Mm -hmm. ever got to they could have scored 10 i mean it was bonkers so fun game for united but the united flips i don't think we can go all out i'll eat crow i still don't think they have another way to play but maybe they don't have to play another way um, right still worry and that's kind of going back to that that you know that narrative i understand that it's manchester united i understand they have astronomical expectations yeah but he has been doing a quite a good job. Yes, they crashed out of Europe or Champions League, at least I should say. Yeah, they fucked that up. Yeah, they did. But they they have the best uh, best form in the Premier League since January of anybody, including Liverpool. Yeah, they're so, fucking good. Yeah, but Liverpool won. They're the here. Already. No, I understand, <laughs> but they're here, right? We're talking about a full calendar year, three hundred sixty-five days. And believe me, this is this is in the fake trophy case for Tottenham too. At some yeah. points too, uh, for the last calendar year, United has been as good or better than anybody. So the thing is, is they've got a loss to Palace at home. They've got a loss to Tottenham at home, where they got the doors blown off them. They lost to Arsenal, and they lost to Besa Kashir. I mean, these are unforgivable losses in some sense. Not the Spurs yes. loss, but Palace and Tottenham. And now the the Arsenal loss now looks unforgivable. But they were mm-hmm. even awful in that game. Like, Arsenal legitimately won that game. The PSG loss, they just got beat. And Leipzig, they have the XG. Uh, they, they, they were ahead in XG and probably shouldn't have lost that game. But, you know, you know, if you go by, like, XG, you were supposed to win. That's kind of like a measure of did yeah. you actually win? Did you fuck up? So, they just – those. that's what they love. And, and now that nil-nil that City got versus United looks really good now. I'm like, hey, absolutely. Awesome. And, <laughs> and and there's another story or narrative, if you will, about Bruno Fernandez, Bruno Penendez, right? All he does dude, is dive in the box, draw awesome. penalties. You said numerous times where United, United and Liverpool, frankly, are the teams that just get that bounce or that call at the end of the game. Fucking always. Yeah. Yes, true. But also, Bruno Fernandez is the best player in the league right now. He is. By a comfortable margin. He right? is. And, I, and I'm I just, mean, I just pulled up his stats. Changed, Are you man. ready? Are you ready for his stats? And yeah. I didn't really know how good he was, but 2018, 19 at age 23, I don't care if it's uh sporting and it's the premier league. You put down a 20 and 13, 20 goals, 13 assists. That's not fucking around. Then he, yeah. in, in one half at sporting, he has eight and seven. Then in another half in the premier league, he has eight and seven. So that's a 16 and 14 followed by a 20 and 13. Listen, and now he's on a nine and five in half a season. So he's on so track. He's been doing nine this and five. Thing. He's going to do another 16 and 15 season. That's yeah. 
That's not I was just saying nine, around. nine and five. Yeah. They've only played 13 games. He's above a goal yeah. uh, contribution per game. Yeah, he's at he's at one point he's at one point one two goals plus assists per game. That range one point yeah. one two over a season is messy. Yep. <laughs> right. I think the so, other players right now in the league who are like that are probably Don Kane and I would imagine Salah. Yeah, they're like, they're all that's yeah, it. They're up there. They're all that. Calvert Lewin's off. Now, but that's the thing, probably the, thing, the list. The, the thing is, is that it feels like the, I think that. We'll, we'll move off this game, but he's so good and it's so important, but it feels like they're living off his moments. And then that, that's really the criticism, right? And maybe that's fine. You know, maybe, uh, maybe just letting your best players be great is enough. Maybe. But I think it's enough, sort of. But I think to be a great team and win the league, you need a little bit more, right? Like if he goes down, they're done. <laughs> uh, I would agree with that, but I think also we've been saying that they are a win band for a while, and they're starting to get the supporting cast. Rashford is starting to come back to life. I mean, Rashford had great. himself they're a good. hell of a game. They're all real. They're really right? good. So the, the the supporting cast is there, and again, if Pogba stops having you know temper tantrums and he plays the way he he's capable of, like that that first touch screamer into the top corner a few weeks ago, legitimate threat pretty much everywhere on on from the midfield line on. So he certainly is surrounded by more than enough talent. And and it comes back to if your aspiration to win the league and to compete with the Liverpools and the Spies and the Tottenham's of the world, then you need to have not just strength at the front, strength at the back, and strength on the touchline, which is obviously one of the things we've harped on for a while. That Ole, maybe he shouldn't get fired. But he's no. probably not a Klopp. He's probably not a Mourinho. He's probably not a Pep. And you know what? That's right. That's probably true. I think in our season, I think I think he'd be fine if, if he finish if he finishes his top four. He's fine. And and if he finishes he'll second, be he'd be gold, right? Like I don't think anyone exactly. thinks they're better than Liverpool. Um, right. So well, hold on. So I think you said something that I want to parlay so, into a into another game. I think this is the good time to talk about Spurs and Leicester because <laughs> uh, uh, what you said. And again, this was a, a great performance. A number of opportunities in the first half. They missed them. They just didn't take their chances. And they go into halftime uh, down one on an incredibly stupid penalty. But what I noticed specifically relative to how you were saying, if, um, if Bruno Fernandez goes down, United is fucked. Well, yeah, same thing has been said about Kane time and time again and been proven true for the most part, except for the Champions League run, I guess. Yeah. But it's not even going down. He reminded he on Sunday reminded me of when De Bruyne is just erased from a game, right? And and City are like, well, now what the fuck do I do? It's become <laughs> such a, a crutch on on Harry Kane playing basically one and a half to two positions that Yuri Tielemans just followed him everywhere and sat on him What's for awesome. ninety minutes. Indeed, he's the big one. The guy's fucking awesome. Indeed, but but Tiel- I noticed Tielemans more, but indeed he probably is doing a lot more. Yeah, he does. Him. He does. He's like a Conte type. Yeah. Yes, of course. But Telemans was kicking the shit out of Kane. And um Well, they were tracking him. And right? I know and, and honestly, to. he couldn't get on the ball. No. Nope. Was that? Yeah, he couldn't get on the ball. That was the plan. He couldn't get on the ball and then everything sort of crumbled around Spurs because they couldn't let him be that facilitator. Now was Kane, in uh, was Indombele playing? Was he in the game? Or did he come off? No. no. It was Lacelso. Um, sorry, right? yeah. He started he started with Lacelso and came off 
I believe, at halftime. Whoa. Why? Yeah, we have the technology. Why? Well, I mean, everybody's been clamoring for Ndombele to start with LaCelso, right? Um, right. And he came off. I forget when, but well, it, do, um, it doesn't matter. I mean, th- that's what I noticed. I noticed both La Celso and Ndombele coming off and I was like, well, who's going to create anything? <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Right. So, um, I, yeah, they brought off Ndombele at halftime for bail. That's right. Um, uh, I thought bail started. No, he didn't. Oh. He, he oh. came on at halftime. So yeah, he's not been doing much. No, no, he hasn't. Um, yeah. The dream, the dream didn't been, happen. Bit of a wake up call, yeah, exactly. I mean, he had the game winning goal against uh, I don't fucking know it was a, it's one of those Europa League games. No, 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 it was a Premier League game. He came on and scored uh, almost right away, but yeah, I mean, he hasn't been anywhere close to the, the, the standard we were expecting. And uh, the thing that everybody boasted about Spurs when the transfer window shut was they had the a depth, good transfer window, right? Yeah, they had a great transfer window, but the, the depth that was created as a function of that transfer window, and you've got Son and Kane, but you've got Deli Ali, you've got Ndombele and, and Lo Celso, you've got um, you know, all these players who you, Carlos Vinicius, right? So like you've got numerous attacking threats. Well, Deli Ali has been banished <laughs> for some fucking reason. You, you ha- you're not dealing with any legitimate injuries right I now. I think it's his mustache is really the issue with Deli. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. But like <laughs> But but you're not dealing with any legitimate problems and injuries aside yeah. from Bale being soft as puppy shit, I suppose. But well, he's something. You're, you're, yeah, but you're not. Where was the depth over the last week, right? Yeah, but the thing is, they played the way they play. They just got. They didn't get the bounces. Like it. it like right. You know, Aurier did. Aurier else... did something stupid. Uh, he fucking Aurier shoulder checked thing. him. Right. He did an Aurier thing, mm-hmm. and then you know Alderweireld was in the way of a. I mean, the, the, the ball from Albrighton, Albrighton to Vardy was amazing. And, no, but, it was James Justin. Was it? No, it was Albrighton. I'm almost positive. Oh, that one, right. I'm sorry. The, the goal that was disallowed, which, by the way, was even a nicer ball. was Oh, the Justin. Madison one? Yeah, that was good. To Madison. <laughs> wow. And you know what? I, I felt that the penalty was a foul, but I, the way that that was called by the referee, I was confused it was a by it because, it was, but it was sterile. It was, it, was a foul. it didn't even matter. It was stupid. Why did you, he was uh, going totally nowhere. Agree. Totally <laughs> agree. What I'm saying simply is the referee's 10 yards away. He looks right at it and goes, that's not a foul. And then he decides through VAR. Oh wait, it was on the other side of the penalty line. So not only is it a foul, it's a goal. One, nothing boxes. And I'm like, that's just, it's not my, it's a stupid way to implement a stupid rule. Right, because yeah, it's not it's, a goal-scoring chance. Yeah, it's, right. It's it's on the edge of the area. I'm just lamenting Serge Aurier being a fucking idiot. But yeah, um, it, 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 the way listen, the whole notion of of penalties in that giant box where you can't score from that place. I know they made that box in 1880. It's fucking stupid. It's but, really dumb. But that's not important. It should be round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's too um, hard to make because then you have to have a fucking string and a post. You got to make a round. Oh, it's a disaster. Um, so, <laughs> looking at looking back since Thanksgiving, though, right? Yeah. Starting with the Man City game, you had this stretch of seven games in the league. Okay, forgetting about forgetting that they had Europa League games in between for a fair amount as well. Taught, uh, Man City at home, Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Palace away, uh, Liverpool away, Leicester City at home, Wolves away. That's seven games. Amazing 21 stuff. Twenty-one points. 
that is a bullshit stretch of games. And I want to fist fuck the FA for giving us that during the festive period. But the seven games there, 21 points on offer. How many, if I told you, if we were doing the preview show for the Man City game, and I said, uh, I don't know. Uh, I want 12 points out of that 21. Is that too much? would have been great. That too many? No, that would have been awesome. Well, we're on 10 right now. Or eight. Yeah. We're on eight right now. Right? Yeah. So you beat Wolves away, who looked like shit today. And we'll get into that in a second. That's 11. Can yeah. you really be that mad about that? Right? No, it no. It started so hot. It started so well. And the only thing you can really complain about, Liverpool got away from you. Fine. Leicester City just beat you. It's palace. palace. It's palace. It's palace. It is palace. And the funny thing is we just talked about Liverpool. Like it would have been fine. It would have been, it would have been fine. It, you know, first of all, you should have beat pa- palace. You, that, sh- that can't happen. And then Liverpool was a, you could have, you know, that the problem is the palace game, right? You exactly. had that game. It was just like, what the, the problem fuck? is the palace game because you can lose to Liverpool and you can lose the last year, but if you get that one, cause you're sitting on 10 points out of that possible 18, 13 out of 21. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Anyway. But, but the thing, the, the funny thing is Liverpool just put up seven on Palace. I don't know if you watched that game against Spurs on the 13th. Spurs could have put up world- set five against Palace. Yes, but, but Palace were world beaters that day for Palace. Yeah. Right? They yeah. were really fucking good. I was talking to a friend of mine who's actually a Palace fan. And he's like, no, no, no. That was the best game I've seen them play in three years. And he was, <laughs> I was like, well, John, what did you think about Sunday? He's like, uh, that was, that was rough. Plus, and, the, and fi- the finishing by Liverpool was so good. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Yeah. But even still, it's a 3 nothing game. And, right? and, and speaking of, of finishing, there's two teams we can just bundle together. I feel like Arsenal and City have the same problem. <laughs> Except oh, my team's I better. Mean, no, no, no. I, I, no, no. In the way that they play is this dark, dour sadness. Brooding. Brooding, like... They have the same manager. They're playing the same way. City, thank God, have better players. But I think that there's a weird – the air, I feel like, is the same with City as it is for Arsenal. It's really bizarre. This dark, we play a I certain way. It doesn't really work. These managers that are animated and yelling. and they've gotta, There's got to be, to me, I, I, I think of City and Arsenal. Now, City are much better – it, our narrative is like we're this new team. We're a defensive team that we just are. That's just the way it's going to be. But where's the joy? Where's the fun? Like, who's having fun? No one. I'm not having yeah. fun watching them. They're not having fun. Like, they're all pissed off and angry. And you can see the same thing with Arsenal. They're not having fun at all, right? Something in that super intense, Cruyffian, Barcelona, Pep, Arteta, Spanish. The ball has to the, – the, the, the yelling, the, the whole thing has squeezed the joy out of their play. Now, Arsenal aren't getting results. City are getting results, but – like we beat Southampton 1-0, another clean sheet. That's not – that's eight out of nine games, by the way. Mm-hmm. And two goals were – one of them was a deflected goal. So, like, <laughs> City, aside from the Spurs game, you know, they're not giving up anything. Uh, but it's dour and dark – and the stadium feel the air feels heavy. Everything is just dour. And I feel the same way with Everton, the Everton Arsenal game. Arsenal are just in complete darkness. They gave up the own goal, the holding, and they just dropped. They're like, oh my God, we're fucking doomed. There's no Aubameyang. There's no Lacazette. He's playing the kids. 
it's just not there. There's no joy in Mudville. And I think it's got to be one of these things where I feel like both City and Arsenal need to do this. Pep or Arteta need to go, just go play. If you give up, go. I don't care. Go have fun. Enjoy. Like, I got to think, when you have problems finishing, right, your team, it's got to be like erectile dysfunction. You know, you start worrying about it beforehand, right? You start going, I got, I got, I got, my God, I got, this is got, this has to work this time. I mean, this is married life. This has to work this time. I got to get this thing. I got to get it up. I got to get it done. I can't stay here for three hours. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the goal. I'm like, what's going to happen? I can't, I can't score anything. It's the same. That's how they are in front of goal. They're like a guy who can't come or get it up. It's like whiskey dick in front of goal. It's awful. And you're so worried. The game starts and you're nervous. It's like when you, when you turn the lights off, you're like, don't, 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 don't turn the lights off. Everything's fine. I'm going to go watch. I got to go do something. That's how they play. They play like someone with erectile dysfunction. That's what I'm sticking with. Uh, they should pay somebody to come in and score goals for them. <laughs> they need a cuck. Yes. They yeah. need- they have a cuck problem. You know, they, where is the fucking football Viagra? Oh. Where is the football Cialis? I don't want – the Viagra should be someone coming off the bench, right? You know, yes. they have a half hour to go. It, they'll get it going. But I need the Cialis. I need it beforehand. I need to know beforehand. Let's go. Football oh Cialis. God. That's my best work. Uh, <laughs> That's – I don't know why you'd go anywhere else for football analysis, folks. <laughs> You've got metaphors like that right waiting right here for you on the Squeaky Bum Time podcast. Oh, uh, I don't even know where to go after that, but it's definitely no, no. not the show. Let me, let me just, I'm not going <laughs> to. Let me just real quick. Man City and Arsenal are not the same thing. Are they, okay, Arsenal has 400 problems. City has one. So one of Arsenal's 400 problems is similar to City's, is but it's not the same thing. Yes. Man City's dick works, okay? And it works very well, okay? No, no, it doesn't. It cal- used no, no, to no, work. No, 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 it no. Used to it's work. just the caliber of partner. They were going to be <laughs> yeah. everybody friendly, okay? The yeah, caliber yeah. of partner they seem to be attracting these days might be a just a slightly bit lower echelon, okay? Yeah, I don't know, Whereas man. they were getting absolute tens. They were walking into the bar and out there picking the litter. Right? Yeah, yeah, they now, had a they had a scarf on, and they had like chiffon yeah. chiffon scarf. Maybe this is the theme <laughs> of today's episode. They're getting a bit old. Right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, yeah, I I would agree. Yeah, yeah, they lost so, some of their they lost some of their strong swimmers. I'll tell you that. That's right. That's right. They just you know they don't they don't kick on the same way they used to. No, no, um, no. It's it, they're after they're at they're post honeymoon, man. They've been at it. They've been dating for a while with Pep, and now it's just kind of like routine. It's like, you wanna? No, not really. That's where they are. Yeah. Sad. But nonetheless, a good result against Southampton. Yeah, Southampton were really, really good. Off the board. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. John Stones and Diaz and Walker and Cancelo. Danny Ing's injury didn't help, and I hope no, it really shut. The second half really shut down. But you know, this is how City play now. Like I, yeah. city fans will, we will change our mentality, but I think the punditry is like 14 years behind. They're like, thank you score goals. They're good. It's like, we're still favorites to win the league. Like who thinks this? <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. Maybe we might, you know, Ederson may win the golden glove. Like we're not going to give up any goals, 
<laughs> but yeah, City are not winning this league. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know what I was it, really happy to see? Um, yeah. Aston Villa beating the shit out of West Brom. Because I'm mad at West Brom for two oh, years. Yeah? <laughs> I, I actually, even going back to his West Ham days, I liked Slavin Dulic. Yeah, he's I didn't cool. Like, I didn't, yeah. He just seemed like, listen, he's a coach at one of these, call them mid-majors, mid-table teams that yeah, just try shit. Yeah. Right. He just goes for it and he, he plays uh, attractive attacking football. He brought in a lot of attacking talent when he was there oh. to try and supplement the Pyatt and, season, and man. He got Pyatt on side. He got Pyatt, right? He got the absolute best out of Pyatt. And he was sacked from there. When he was at West Brom, I was like, cool, great. This will be fun. This will be a fun promoted team. Not your, not the West Brom from years before where it's just like, no, I'm not, to- not totally oh Pulis. Yeah. Yeah. Not the Tony Pulis West Broms. But now, they get fired. He gets fired after a great result at the Etihad. Um, and you bring in Big Sam, who everybody appreciates him for what he is. But in a, in a season where everything's been negative football, negative football, we talked about it last week, um, you're bringing in another negative football manager. You don't need more of it. So, I, I mean, give me all the Aston Villa games. Give me every single fucking one of them. It's so good. Oh, they're great. <laughs> they're they're so great. Good. Dude, I, I even I, I, I even reached out to Mo from Arsenal Fan TV and asked him a question about Emmy Martinez because the dude has, is leading yeah. the league in clean sheets. Mm-hmm. The secret thing about Aston Villa is their defense is good and Martinez is good. Uh, and I think, you know, that makes a difference. And Grealish is just man of the match week after week. He's the, yeah. best, he's the best player not playing for Liverpool, City, Manchester, United, you know. You know, we talked very briefly uh, well, about Marti- about Fernandez. He's just the best player not named Fernandez. He's fucking incredible and fun yeah, and does weird stuff and is on his own. I mean, he does what he wants. Like if someone – I'm sure someone – I'm sure like uh, uh, Graham Sooners who complain he doesn't track back, but I don't care if he doesn't track back. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair uh, thing to say. Like, oh, he's the absolutely the best of the rest, if you will, right? Like, the thing is, um, like, I was kidding around with a friend. I was like, is Aston Villa better than Arsenal by a lot? Yes. Like, way better. Yeah. Player for player, they're better. Oh, well, absolutely. But, I mean, and it goes back to the belief, too. Like, the, the sum of the parts is it's not even – it's exponential. Yeah, right? they're like, so much better. There's a lot. That's yeah. we. It's so weird. I was like, well, maybe you. They should stop playing well, and Dean Smith will go to Arsenal. I'm like, well, why would he? He should stay at Villa. They probably have more money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Not like possible. the Cronkies are doing well. They're yeah. panic death. Um, I know you want to talk Burnley Wolves. Tell me what you feel. Ah, uh, sad. <laughs> Wolves without Raul Jimenez. Um, they're not, not great. Listen, let me be clear. <laughs> Fabio Silva is a good young player. He had a goal today. He, he has not put in good performances, though. I've watched him very closely. No, he has not. Um, but I'm not going to be critical of the kid. He's, I think he's 18 years old. Let's yeah. everybody pump our brakes. He's going to be a good player in this league. Yeah. And it's good that he's getting these reps now. But my goodness, it was good to see him get on the score sheet today. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the story right there. As I knew Potence and Neto were awesome and fun to watch yeah. while Raul Jimenez was on the field, it only – uh, confirmed those beliefs when he was hurt in that their performances, especially against Chelsea last week. But man, it's just they're missing another gear. And and Burnley looked aggressive, right? Like they, they took were the game. Super duper muscular. 
as I yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I here's like the thing. It's it's almost like this is their superpower, right? A home game in December at night in the rain. You're not getting three points. <laughs> no. <laughs> no fucking this chance. Going to be the most uncomfortable game you play. And if you're down, we will kick you. Right. I, you know, I listen. I like the crap football. I really do. I like the shithousery. I like Burnley being in the league. As much as I want them to go down, I kind of like Dyche complaining about not be having money. Hey, go to another team. Someone would hire you, okay? Yeah, fine. absolutely. Uh, so I kind of like that. Uh, I just enjoy I enjoy Burnley when they win, but then when, when I have to play them, I'm like, oh, can they just not be here anymore? Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, they are, the big, the big battle, though, is really – they're right behind Arsenal. <laughs> I know. Well, so they, that's the thing. Is they, the are tide... on, they are on 13 and Arsenal on 14. I just was looking at this. Wait, wait, wait. But you missed it. They're on 13 with a game in hand. No, no. no. Yeah, they are. Here's, yeah. The thing. Here's the thing that's crazy. Arsenal have eight losses. Eight mm-hmm. losses. You know yep. who has more than them? West Brom and Sheffield, who are 19th and 20th. Eight. Yep. Losses is insane. They're gonna have like a fourteen loss season. Yeah. That would be only six more losses for the season. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, if they slowed down their pace, like at the fourteen losses. Like last um, year, they were getting draws. Now they're just losing. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the fun part for me was watching the tide by the relegation three and saying Burnley was started the day in eighteenth. Right now they're in sixteenth a point behind Arsenal but the point is is that now Arsenal are only four points off of Fulham for 18. <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna this relegation and, and, fight and, and is hey, real. Fulham has six points in their last in their last five if they play that way they're not going down. No they're they're yeah they're trending up so that spot is open for realistically I mean I don't want to close the shutters on West Brom yet only because Big Sam is a professional like relegation escape artist yeah shithouser right but so but even if you do right then you've got one spot for arsenal burnley uh brighton your boys sheffield's gone sheffield's cut loose they're done they're gone unless something miraculous happens so realistically you've got two spots for five teams yeah yeah and it looks like west brom's in bad shape but it's only a game they they win three in a row and they could be right back in it. Well, right. they have to, you know, start getting more, you know, he'll make them tough to beat. I, I think the fear for me now, I'm starting to get worried about Brighton. I'm starting to be optimistic about Fulham, which sucks because I don't want them here because I felt like Scott Parker sucked. And now I'm See, but starting. They, but they I'm, play. They play the yeah, game. Yeah, they do play. I, I am starting to get worried about Leeds. <laughs> They've got like some serious crooked numbers. Yeah. Look, score 24, giving up 30. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Let's uh let's pump the brakes on the fucking <laughs> loony bin. Like to have a to have their games be involved at 54 goals, that's more than Liverpool. <laughs> They've had yeah. more goals events. So, you know, they're a little bit nutty, but it's super fun. I, I feel like, you know, if I can get my if I if my team can get its balance right and City can kick on. I think one of the things that I was wanted to say where you were talking about narrative, because I think, you know, that we've got what other game? I mean, we could very quickly touch on Brighton Sheffield. Oh, go with your thing. Sheffield had that game and Brighton, fuck, whatever. Brighton. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dude, that way, real quick, that's happened to Sheffield like four times, those poor guys. They've had wins that they've not won. Uh, But, but, 
they had a man sent off at the 40th minute. Brighton's got to score more goals. Like they, they did yeah. the same thing they've been doing. I'm losing faith in my, my precious Brighton and Graham Potter's going to end up getting fired by some stupid manager, but that's a well-run team. They're like an Oakland A's. They have got a money ball kind of team the way that Norwich do. So my thought uh, that I had about the narrative thing is I forgot. <laughs> God damn it. I started talking about goddamn Sheffield that I forgot. Fuck. You know, your thought just got relegated. It did. My thought got relegated and I have no, it'll come back to me like when we get off the call. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, just how, how these things just shift so quickly how how teams go from here to there oh i remember what it was is is narratives don't change based on the context of the season and what i mean by that is this is a super duper tight season where two wins and you jump they use the same template of your place regardless of the point difference (laughs) right no you're 10th but we have 44 points like what are you talking about you know what i mean like Oh, yeah. no, T- Tottenham were first at the start of the week, and now they're six. It's two games. Like, yes. they're right there. Last, right. The last two seasons, the, the league was – they had 22-point leads. I mean, we were talking about Liverpool setting the record for points. When City were Centurions, you know, you know United had 81 points. Right? What are you talking yeah. about? Or what's Think the other narrative? The, the great, the great narr- the best narrative was – Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had a good season, saved their season last season, but had a bad season the season before. And this, you may not like Craig Burley, but he was just going bananas. He's like, they have 66 points. They had 66 points the year before. (laughs) They finished a top four this year, and they didn't last year. They still have 66 points. They're not better. (laughs) The, The league was worse. (laughs) <laughs> right like it's all and like last season top four was awful like yeah. i think the last few years i mean the last few years it's been a race to the, see who didn't want to get it i remember two years ago spurs magically found their way into fourth by accident because chelsea and arsenal 66 didn't want points put you in the top four yeah 66 that was last spurs season had 71 two years ago exactly 71 is respectable yeah 66 that season would have put you in seventh like what are we talking about like i think this season will be like that again right like it'll be it'll be weird we'll really when we get to the 19th game we'll really have that like balancing point of us like okay we're at the halfway point what the fuck is going on (laughs) right exactly and so we're 14 games in imagine if and i know that it's not the same but even you know what i won't even use major league baseball i'll use the nfl yeah as an example right because i think that's a better parallel yeah in whatever division you want yeah. Yeah. In whatever division you want, you're two games back. You're the Giants. You're two games back of the Cowboys, but it's week seven. You, you get know. to play the Cowboys one more time. You're fine. You're, you're not fine, but you're not lighting your house on fire. You're <laughs> yeah. just like, ah, fuck. We got to play better. We yeah. got to do things a little bit differently, but you know what? We're close. We're doing a lot of things well. Yeah. We got to figure out a couple of problems. We got to do this, this, this better. In Tottenham's case, in the last week, ah, shit. Bergvine, you got to finish that at Anfield. Yeah. Harry, Harry Kane didn't have a good game on Sunday. No. That's a collector's item. You know what? He's allowed to do that because he's been carrying the fucking team the whole five years. Yeah. He didn't have I a mean, good one. You know, it's funny. It's, it's, I, I'm just looking at that sort of thing. Like City this year 
We had nine losses last year. Scored had a goal differential of a team that should have had would on win the league. This year we only have two losses. The problem is we're not we're draw, we, we lead the league in draws. City lead the league in draws. Actually, Brighton have six and City have five. But it's think, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. how do you kick on? You know, you had Arsenal had lots of draws last year. You thought they'd kick on. The question is, can City kick on and get in the second half, turn the draws into wins? Well, I think that we hold on. The fallacy there is that there's an expectation that a lot of close games are all going to go your way. Yes, right? that it's not 50-50 going. Right, work. that's exactly what a fucking draw is most of the time, right? I mean, yeah. not always, right? But like, yeah, but you'd you expect draw... you'd expect City with the talent they have to kick on. Right? Of course, of course. But if but if a couple of those, you drew Burnley, let's say, right? Well, no, oh, we shit. did worse. We drew West Brom. Okay, fine, great <laughs> example. You had eighty percent possession. That's a game you should win. Right, right, but but only like three shots on goal. That's the problem. Yeah, but sure. But the point is, is that, you know what? You had a bunch of possession with Spurs too, but two went in the other way with only yeah, what? Two, but, two chances. I'm not, I'm not getting into no, the I analytical know. point of it. No, 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 I know. That, I mean, all, all I think about is the beginning of last season, the 30-shot game with the, with, the, with the Laporte handball on the ground. That yeah. fucking, that was the worst. Yep. That was indicative yeah. of the whole fucking season. That's exactly mm-hmm. our season in a nutshell. So I, yeah, and and I think the 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 best teams and the the teams with the biggest expectations look at that and they go, well, that's a room for improvement, right? That's yeah. an area that we can go from, you know, six draws, you get four get wins, it's eight more points. Yeah, right there. Yeah, right. But city so don't. It's but easy the, city to don't have do that, that right now. Yeah, you. It's, yeah, you create it in your head. Exactly. You doctor the table, right? You go, well, <laughs> you go, well yeah. I should just, I mean, we were seven well, that, points but, back if we would have tied these three games. But that's why XG is so valuable, right? Like it yeah. really, it really helps you sort of see not, not, not what it's not expected goals. It's really the quality of your performances. More well, than and the best right? it's the, 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 the creation of chances. Yeah. Right. And, that's and, and really on both sides, right? Yeah. So for Who City, has created the most chances, and I think that's the best in, indication. Most times, here's the thing: City the are leading the league by a lot in XG against. <laughs> yeah, that so makes at, sense to me. We're at twelve point one. The next team is Chelsea at twelve point eight. Mm-hmm. So that means that that says to me we're completely changed the way we play. We're just not like it used to be the other way around. We wouldn't give up anything. Sure. Uh, and now Liverpool's number one in XG by a lot. They're four goals better than you want to guess who's second in XG against four? <laughs> Leeds, baby. <laughs> oh, XG again. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah XG yeah. four, yeah. right? Like they're four. Like right, the, right, the, right. The, 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 here it is in XG to, to score. It's Liverpool, Leeds, United, Chelsea, and Leicester. One of those teams shouldn't be there, <laughs> right? So basically it says, <laughs> Get rid of fucking Patrick Bamford, please, for the love yeah. of God. Yeah. But I think they're last in XG against. And yes, they are. So they Of course they are. They're amazing. They are. So they're they're in the top in both, which means yeah. that they have their games have an expected goal value of fifty-two so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's grab some popcorn whenever leads around. In 14 TV. games, there have been 52 expected goals for, wow. for, for leads. That's, that's over four goals per game. Yeah. That's insane. That's so My great. goodness. I love them. They, they, they cannot bring me any more joy. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'm going to leave it on joy and uh, masturbation and city. Get the Cialis, not the fucking Viagra.
¿Viagra? Sí, ¿cómo no? Viagra, con mi esposa. Ok. That was the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works. <laughs>